0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of That One Thing, The Benefit of Suffering Mental Health. I first want to start off by thanking everyone for joining us today. My name is Karina Shafalo, and it is a pleasure to have you on this podcast. This podcast is brought to you by RMK Productions Network, Title Podcast Network, and RMK Productions TV. Through the power of story, our mission is to uplift through voice, inspire, share stories and experience using the framework of teaching, learning, and modeling. Our purpose is hope helping people every day. All right, everybody. So I hope everybody had a great day today. If you were ending or starting your day, I hope you had a fantastic day. So we have a special guest star today joining us for this evening of chatting, Mary Patika, (laughs) our one and only lacrosse SJU goalie. So Mary, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. I literally am so excited for this, Karina. I, listen, It. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. We're going to have a great discussion tonight about mental health, overcoming injuries, overcoming obstacles in general, being an athlete. Um, And this can really pertain to being an athlete or also just injuries in general. So I just want to make that clear before we begin. So Mary, if you want to give us a brief introduction about who you are, maybe what your major is, aspirations, anything like that before we begin.
1: Right. Well, thank you for the intro. That was really nice of you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, everyone. I'm Mary Patika. Um, I am a junior here at SJU. Um, I am one of Karina's many teammates. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Actually, a little fun fact there for a second. Mary and I met, like, what, two months ago? <laughs> like two months ago. I was on the freshman. Mary's a junior. And um, we met on the first day I was at Canvas. Um And, like, literally the first day I moved in. And from then on, we've just been friends. We got an Uber together at like 1130 at night and boom, it was with our friend Lonnie. Lonnie, if you're out there, hello. Hey, Lonnie. Um, (laughs) But we, ever since then, we have been, you know, um, friends and laughing ever since. So. Karina, you and I are like the exact same person. That's yeah, no, literally, we seriously. are the exact. if you meet us in person <laughs> any day, it, we are. We it don't shut great. up. <laughs> so this is good that we're <laughs> doing this. Exactly. Prepare, strap in for our conversation as well. This is going to be a good one. This is really going to be a good. One. Uh, But anyway, Mary, so tell me a little bit about, you know, your background, um, a major Mm -hmm. that you're doing right now and some aspirations for the future.
1: All right. Well, I'm from good old Lancaster, Pennsylvania. It's about an hour and a half, hour 15 from campus. Okay. Um, uh, Went to a really small school there and decided my senior year that I was really into biology. Absolutely. God bless. Yeah, I know. Um, So I'm majoring in biology and I have uh this might be a little odd combo but i have a minor <laughs> in italian wow don't ask me to speak that's it cool
0: i will do it
1: that's kind of cool like i kind of it's different yeah like, I, and I, you want it'll it'll you well. want
0: diversity in your in your yeah
1: you know yeah absolutely resume, absolutely it just adds a little pop <laughs>
0: <So> <laughs> exactly <simple>.
1: exactly <laughs> um and then future plans oh god it's up in the air. Yeah, it's up in the air right now. I feel now. like it changes every day.
0: You know what? That's okay. And for anybody out there right now, that is a junior, senior in college. It is okay. My one friend actually was a finance major in college and she ended up doing, um, I think it was like something with foreign, um, like foreign exchange or something yeah. like that. Like it was like a, a totally like opposite yeah. of what she went for, yeah. but you'll find yourself in careers. And like, we'll be talking about that maybe in a different podcast, but just, you know, you don't know where you're going to end up. So you can guess, you can, you go into a major with high aspirations, but ultimately you never know what's in store.
1: Yeah. And I feel like with bio, like I have the option to go to PA school. I have the option to go to medical school. I have the option to go to family (laughs) school. I (laughs) could go to law school. Honestly,
0: you could do anything. Literally
1: I could do anything anything with
0: it. And with a bio background, like that's, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Respect. There we go. But really, I mean, what we want to get into here, and I don't know if you were inspired to do bio through what you have went through i don't know if that was a ticket for you but i definitely think it's motivating and inspiring that you're doing it right now because you probably are you know getting more insight onto what happened to yourself yeah (laughs) (laughs) i I know but like like in a way like i don't know sometimes people go into these careers because of past Mm -hmm. events Mm -hmm. and so let's Let's dive right in here for a second. So, we're going to be discussing some topics uh, that disrupt or hurt our mental health that we've both experienced as athletes and how we overcame that. Um, And again, like I said, this can also pertain to non athletics, just lifestyle injuries. Um, So, we're going to get into that in general. All right. So, first up, something that is huge for athletes is injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether it be a sprained ankle, you're just watching your teammates on the sideline, or it can be a torn ACL and you're out for months to years at a time, um it can be challenging. It can be challenging and it, it can really affect how we how we uh gauge ourselves and the mindset we try to embrace at practice and in in life. So um Mary, if you want to take it away a little bit yeah. in uh you know your past history and just little anecdotes about yourself.
1: Yeah, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, all
0: right, yeah. We
1: buckle up. Here we go. So. <laughs>
0: oh my god nice
1: yeah all right so so, let's go back to uh hmm uh 2016 2016 all right so put yourself in
0: 2016 2016 i was (laughs) what a year middle school
1: (laughs) i was freshman in high school wow okay all right so this was a big year for me i want to say lacrosse wise um my class so i graduated high school in 2019 my class was one of the last classes to go through that um September 1st rule okay. okay um that was implemented
0: by the NCAA for anyone who doesn't know that rule um so basically what happens is you I believe you cannot commit to a school before mm-hmm. September 1st of your junior year I don't even think you can talk to you probably can't yes you can't even talk for yeah them. so um the recruiting process so it's not as stressful for athletes mm-hmm. Um, they backed up the, the date, so mm-hmm. you can't talk until your junior year, September 1st. September yeah,
1: year. so this was, like, I guess 2016, I, like, heard news about, you know, this rule being implemented, and I'm like, crap, like, I need to, mm-hmm. like, I want to commit, and right. I had such high expectations and, and goals and aspirations to play Division I lacrosse, Absolutely. like, that was my thing. Right. That's what everyone kind of knew me as, mm-hmm. coming in as a freshman was, like, a lacrosse player. Right. It was part of my identity, and I wanted to kind of continue that, after high school. And so, oh, like, I trained hard. I trained hard that year because I had so many of these goals. Like, I wanted to not only play at the Division One level, but I also wanted to go to a very, like, high prestigious university. Yes. Like, I wanted the academic,
0: like, intensity. And when that's your persona of being, like, the athlete, mm-hmm. you have almost like some stress on your shoulders mm-hmm. there. Like, okay, now everybody knows me as this. So now I have to perform and actually put it on paper. Exactly, And that pressure alone can be affecting to our mindset oh, going in because I mean, obviously shoot for goals, shoot for high goals, as we talked about in episode three, um, <laughs> shout out. But, shout out. but you know, those goals, you, you also don't want to be so keen on them. You want to be open to other opportunities while you're okay. in that. But anyway, Mary, so go ahead. So, um, very into sports and yes. going in you want to go to a high prestigious college yes. and thinking that freshman year was a lot probably too. I, I was so 14, overwhelming. 14 years old. That's crazy. And I'm like thinking yeah. about
1: like four years down the line. Mm-hmm. That, um, that's too young. Oh
0: that, it
1: that's is. That's I'm is so glad this like September 1st was yeah. implemented because yeah. that's way too young. But anyways yes, um so started training pretty hard um and a schoolwork. I mean, like, I was that annoying, like, teacher's pet. Like, I started being that annoying girl that had to, like, my, like, I raised my hand like, every five seconds with a question, or, like, yeah, an answer, like, just a comment, just putting my, oh, putting my, my. Mind. yeah, Mary. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm not like that
0: anymore because I don't <laughs> know anything anymore. But, but I understand what you mean. I understand what you mean. I, I get
1: it. I just, I had to be, I was so competitive. Excellent. I had to, yes, I had to, I had to be the first one to answer. Yes. And same in lacrosse. I had to be
0: a a, a solid starting goalie. And while that is very positive and healthy to think about, I mean, you might have been disrupting your mental health without Mm. without even thinking. No, I had no idea. You had no idea that like these Positions that you were putting yourself in, like the stressors of like, I need to answer first, was actually disrupting your thought process and your growth. Oh, uh, and, um, mindfulness wise. Yeah. Anyways, I'm sorry. You're no, that.
1: you're fine. So I'm training. I'm training. My grades are so good. So good. Mm-hmm. And then boom, tear my meniscus. Oh my God. I was 14 when it happened. Oh I said God. that. Um, I was at the gym. I had a trainer and I was doing frog squats. those are not good no they're not good No, those are
0: not good um cancel frog squats no no, no, they're actually really bad
1: so if you don't know what they are you basically like go down into a squat and then you jump as far as you can into another squat like you catch yourself into a squat and as i was catching myself um i both buckled both knees cracked (gasps) but the right the so i tore my left one the left one immediate pain I knew there, oh. I knew there was something wrong. The right one just cracked because yeah, I, <laughs> I was <laughs> doing <laughs> the right. so, wrong race Yeah, so immediate pain with that. Oh my god, I had no idea. And when you're like fourteen mm-hmm. and you have an injury like that, you don't you don't realize like the, the impact it's gonna have. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't realize how intense that is. Yeah, and so I actually continued playing through it because mm-hmm. um, I had no idea what was going on. Right, and it was a big recruiting year, and um. I played through the winter league with like my travel team Mm -hmm. and then it got, it got
0: too much. I was like, I need, I need.
1: Now walk me
0: through your, like your thought process. Like did you decide with your parents that you were going to do this? Like, did you decide to push back surgery or was it? Honest to God, I do not remember. (laughs) 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 But was surgery on the the table or was it just like. Yeah. So it
1: was like, typically when you tear something, um, the process is you do like
0: your rice, like the rest, Price. ice, compression, elevation, whatever. Right. That doesn't work. You do physical therapy and for a little bit, but that could tear more. Do you think? Like, it. Uh, like, I don't know if it could really. Or strengthen it, maybe either. But I, like, we'll get into it later. But with
1: my other injuries, <laughs> my many my other dead. injuries, <laughs> um, like physical therapy didn't do anything to me. Okay. Didn't help or make it worse. So. Um, I, I think I did a little bit of physical therapy. I honestly don't remember. Um, and then I saw a surgeon out in Lancaster and got an MRI. Basically he was like, yeah, it's torn. Wow. Like I can see a tear. And again, mm-hmm. I'm 14. I have absolutely no clue what that You means. have your
0: whole like high school career ahead of mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. it's, and in that moment, freshman year, I'm like, bam. crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm done. I'm, I'm <laughs> when you, okay. When it first happened did a sense of at 14 I don't know if you like you said like you don't know the effects Mm -hmm. but did you feel almost like a depressed wave like honestly no I had no idea what was coming for me
1: okay I had no idea the pain I'd be in before surgery Mm -hmm. I had no idea what surgery would look like and Mm -hmm. I had no idea what the pain would be like after surgery okay I had no clue wow at all so I didn't have any anxiety I didn't have any like, I think I watched a YouTube video that, like, my doctor <laughs> sent me, and was, like, this is, this is, like, surgery, this is post-surgery, this is wow. what's gonna happen, this is what you're gonna feel like, and I was, like, okay, cool, all right, yeah, like, Slap on it. let's go, <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: and that's, like Good. I was so goal-driven, yes, right, That I'm just, like, all right, come on, let's, let's so those externalities of, like, Okay, you're gonna be out for this much mm-hmm. time. Da, 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 da. You weren't even thinking about that because you were still thinking about divisional lacrosse, yes. high grades, yes. Fast. Okay, so that that right there is almost like um it's not ignore like not ignoring it, but almost like you just were blind to it. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we're blind to those things and we don't like actually like embrace the injury mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is what's happening mm-hmm. to me, we sometimes fall fall back and yeah. like it's almost counterintuitive. Like you know you try to ignore it but then at some point it catches up to you right? so all right so you, you get the surgery and then um you know you're going through your season again so I don't know what the well respiratory is- okay oh, oh. yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> um I didn't have a season my freshman year let's just say that okay so I had my first surgery on well in January um and so when you have of surgery over the winter, right? Mm-hmm. It's a three month recovery, basically. Okay. Um. So that kind of puts me at the start of season. Okay. So I was chilling when when the surgeon was <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, three months, like you're good." I'm like, yeah. "All right, let me do some squats now. <laughs> like, let me get this thing going." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so they immediately hop you into physical therapy. They immediately right. stretch you out. You know, strengthen it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, during that time, I really. Like, indulged in my score, mm-hmm. and that's good, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I had other things to kind of divert my focus, right. right? Um, and so, you know, great state, good. Um, I wasn't really sad, you know, yeah, I wasn't feeling anything because I'm like, okay, I have three months and I can still play A- exactly. Still that's kind of like season. that's
0: kind of the dream, right yeah, but well, not, well, not, well, not yeah. Just, no, 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 but like, I mean, in general, that's kind of surgery, that's, that's perfect, yeah. yeah, no, it's perfect.
1: Um, yeah, so, yeah. and so. Um, fast forward to March, I think it was March, um, we are playing a tournament, and we, we play this tournament every year, my school mm-hmm. team, and it, it, we just play local schools, whatever, um, nothing fun, and, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's fun, but I mean, <laughs> I, know, I know what you mean, I know what you mean, I know you mean. um, so I'm in the game, mm-hmm. and there's a, a girl, I think she did, like, a crease roll, mm-hmm. all right, so she's behind the, behind the cage, does a little dodge or a little dancy dance and gets past the defender and like shoots on me. So she's like right on top of me, yes. right? And so she shoots non-stick side high. Uh-huh. All right. So if anybody doesn't know what that means, take <laughs> your right hand, take it up, take it up. All right. And you're just going to drive it across your body towards your left oh. shoulder. All right. That's non-stick oh, that's side good, high. That's a good
0: way of doing it. Sorry. Oh all right. So-, <laughs> so okay. So
1: she drives it in. All right. And um. So I'm, 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 I'm pushing off my right leg mm-hmm. and I step with my left. Oh, torn. Again? Again. Torn. Oh my I God. I go down. All right. My coach runs out. One of the other goalies I think ran out and got me. Oh my God. And, um, and I'm like, that's when, that's, that's when I'm like, crap. Yeah. Like this is, like, this is real. I just recovered from this. I just recovered from this. Guys, like, surgical pain. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like... It's weird. It's weird. I, it's god-awful. Yeah. It is so bad and achy, and you just want to, like, chop your leg off. No, literally. Or, like, if you have an arm
0: surgery, chop it off. Chop like, it. 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 Like, it, at that point, it might be better. <laughs> it <laughs> it might good. be less painful. Honestly, I... <laughs> i get what you like it's just like you're you're almost like incapacitated mm-hmm. like you just can't move mm-hmm. um but okay so you got okay that's that's the pivotal moment right mm-hmm. there when you said okay mm-hmm. excuse my language but oh <laughs> shit this yeah. is real yeah. you know what i mean okay yeah. so okay so walk me through the next process of that in terms of like your mental health mm-hmm. declining or mm-hmm. maybe increasing mm-hmm. like how did you combat these thoughts so
1: with my first surgery that's when i kind of got the idea of what it was like you know like yes the pain yes like the, the physical stuff the, the like... hard work that you have to put in yes like it is another level of hard work yes that's no it's very to get back it's very detailed. yeah and especially at returning to a level that can get me to the division one level absolutely so hard oh and God. so i i tear it again and i would straight denial like just straight denial. Wow. I was like, I'm not it's not torn. Okay. Like it's not torn. Wow. Like it's just yeah. it's just my surgery. Like I'm still feeling the effects. Yeah. It is not torn. And so um my parents were like, no, it's not torn. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're they're like torn. No Mary, was And they were a huge like like aspect of like me seeing the doctor again. I don't know how to word like that. Like they were,
0: they were, they wanted they you. Pushed they pushed me, you Yes. To see it. Yeah.
1: And both my parents, you know, they understood mm-hmm. how intense this was
0: for. A and the, year the old. severity of yes. a double knee. Yeah. At fourteen. at Age fourteen. At fourteen. Yeah. I mean, I now your mind hasn't fully matured yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, what it's were you? Still your... not fully matured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, true. True. But like. At that point, like, you don't even, like, you don't even see your teammates getting hurt like that no. at that age. Uh-uh. Like, it's just not that serious no. yeah no, Not saying that. It could be. But, I mean, I, I, for me, I've never seen somebody tear their ACL until probably high school. Yeah. Um, just, you know, and, and the growth of that, like, the growth spurt and stuff like that, that's, that's, that's not Yeah. Really. Um. But anyway, so, a couple of stages that I would like to talk through right now before we go on to Mary's next story here is, so... When injuries happen, what happens? So usually what happens is we get the the depression phase. Okay, like fear of a re-injury, fear of not playing because of a previous injury, mood swings, identity loss, a lack of effort, maybe even a loss of appetite, or maybe not wanting to eat because you're not working out in that Mm -hmm. mindset. You know what I mean? And this can go for non-athletes as well. Like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything about walking or physical activity. So I might want to like, like starve myself, you know, like it's just that kind of mentality and for me with my surgery like I, that that was my mentality mm-hmm. i tried to do a juice cleanse Did you? girl absolutely oh, not God. but it was it was it was good juice but like <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it was good it was good but like it, it just wasn't it wasn't the right mindset um a disrupting sleep schedule couldn't sleep too much you're sleeping too little you're sleeping throughout the day maybe to avoid certain thoughts or certain feelings And isolation. I mean, you're not in practice. You're not with your teammates. If you can't walk, you might not be in the same class as everybody else. Mm -hmm. You have a certain type of pain that's not just physical at that point. It's very mental. Mm -hmm. So when, when combating that, and we're going to get to sort of the steps to combating this and why suffering can actually be a good thing in the long run. And for Mary, I know, you know, your previous injuries maybe have, have changed your perspective on things, have, have made you appreciate things more, you know, like playing a game or yeah. something like that. I know for me, literally just playing lacrosse, walking each day is an appreciation for myself. Um, a little anecdote, I have compartment syndrome, which basically is both my legs, circulation issues, um, and I was, I had the opportunity to play at a Division I school. Um, and they had certain qualifications for health guidelines and unfortunately I didn't meet those standards because of my legs because of the surgery I had um therefore I you know I I switched over to St. Joe which is which is great and you know what it worked out in my favor I I thought it I got so low I was like this can't be happening right now this was my life I I I obsessed over the school and then you know an angel came out of nowhere. I ended up transferring to St. Or not transferring, going into St. Joe's my freshman year right now. And it's the best thing I ever get. Yeah. And it all happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So when when injuries happen like this, you know, we have, one, it's very hard to say everything happens for a reason. I'll be all right. And I know at 14, you're probably thinking like, okay, well, this is horrible. My life's over. Mm-hmm. I mean, your recruiting process, everybody's getting recruited around you and you're like, what do I do? Yeah, you know. So I mean, would you want to tra- go into your third um, story here about the next injury? Yeah, yeah. So
1: just to finish off the knee, I did end up having a second mm. um, knee surgery before I was fifteen. Wow. Um, it was literally like May something before mm-hmm. I turned fifteen, so it was like my birthday month. and yeah. Wow. Spent my birthday on crutches, guys. <laughs> That's horrible. I know. Well, it is what it is.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Okay. So. So then I- knee's fine. Knee's fine, oh, all right? So we're good. We're chilling with the knee, all right? <laughs> I played my sophomore year. Then we hit junior year. Mm-hmm. So actually, let me back up. Sophomore year, I joined the swim team. Heck I literally am not even joking. I just completely just, oh, let me just put my knee down. Uh,
0: no training.
1: No experience. Now, was this
0: maybe because of your legs? Like, did you think that it would be,
1: like? partly just because, uh, yeah i would say so actually um because swimming is very good it's so good for your joints yeah so so good and it was another form of cardio that i could do that wouldn't destroy my legs absolutely so it was like kind of smart for me Mm -hmm. to join the swim team i loved it (laughs) i I loved it i literally formed the best relationships i lost like 15 pounds
0: like i was in good shape See, but you know what that mindset of let me try to pick something else yeah to do it's I almost want to say like okay my
1: my dad uses this quote a lot like as one door closes another one opens. absolutely so I lost my freshman season okay
0: But I the <laughs> You something <you>, and <laughs> listen you so made boring. friendships out of it you made friendships out of it right? you, you learned something new and like even for me like you know closing that door on that school I was like what am I going to do? Yes, and exactly. then it opens St. St. Joe's. Open. Yep. And now we're here, right, partying, all night, <laughs> let's go, but it's... That's what we do here. No. <laughs> no, but like, in a sense, it's very exciting. I'm very excited to be here, and I'm like, I'm actually really looking forward to spending my time. Yeah, it's just know? a new like chapter. It's, just, it's a new chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so anyway, yeah, yeah so, so... I'm swimming. Ahead. Sophomore year. Boom, love
1: yeah. it. Alright? Junior year, uh-huh. I go... And again, I'm a swimmer, all right? Loved it. Yes. Um, I end up tearing my labrum in my shoulder. Um, I was doing, listen to this. So I was doing, we are doing, God, what were they called? Just time tests, I guess. And the first race was a 500. Everyone had to do a 500, which is 25. 20, oh my God. 20, wow. I don't, I, I can't tell you now. <laughs> it's tw- it's 20 something it's um yeah so i'm swimming this and literally i i dive in and i pull down with my right and like it popped wow i finished the 500 i i you. literally am swimming and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't feel right hey it something popped me <laughs> wow yeah and so i get out of the pool and i go to my coach am like <laughs> oh my god. <gosh. laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. And so, this surgery was actually worse than my knee surgery. Wow. This was probably mentally a thousand times worse. Why do you think? My tear wouldn't show up on the MRI, so my insurance company couldn't—they wouldn't oh pay problem. for it. I couldn't get the surgery oh for god. a year. Oh my god. So I. End up playing with the torn labrum my junior season. I'm the only goalie on this team. Oh. All right. I'm from the middle of nowhere in Lancaster. (laughs) You know (laughs) lacrosse is not a thing. I am the only goalie. I had to play with my left hand. Like sometimes, like I couldn't. Wow. Like I, it was it was torn, and I was doing physical therapy,
0: and I had to play through it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god so and what painful? so
0: tell me what i mean if you remember yeah tell me what was going through your head when you're like you know motivational or is it more like it was uh more, my arm's gonna fall off
1: yeah it was more like okay first you have to realize okay i have pain
0: mm-hmm. yes yeah
1: okay so what can i do about the pain okay <laughs> that's done took out iced it whatever mm-hmm. the second thing that was really bad mm-hmm. was i felt so restricted mm-hmm. and and here's what i mean by that as a goalie it's all explosive hand feet, yes. hand coordination that kind of stuff it's very explosive so when a ball is being shot at me yes. i have to be there before the ball yes, in order exactly. to save it exactly but i'm driving with my right hand yeah. i'm driving my stick to a ball okay it's a jerk reaction. and it's a jerk it's explosive yeah. i'm using a torn muscle wow. Wow. ligament whatever it is I'm
0: yeah
1: like, no <laughs> but that's it's to save a ball and i can't i can't do it I literally could not do it. Like, there were some shots where it's, like, I easily could have had it, wow. had I had a, had a healthy so- shoulder. And so that was what really got me. Because yes. junior year, I'm committed, D1 at this point, mm-hmm. um, not to St. Joe's, to a different school. And, like, there, were, there was expectation. Mm-hmm. There was pressure yeah. for me. My team, I, we got a new head coach, amazing mm-hmm. head coach. You know, we have a Penn State commit, Campbell commit. We have a couple other thrown in there. We were a good team, and we could have made it, like, super, super far. Yeah. And so
0: the But there's pressure was, on yes. you.
1: Because I, I a, t- a
0: lot of times the pressure ends up, and I love all goalies. God bless goalies. <laughs> um, that should be a bumper sticker. It should be. Something. But, I mean, <laughs> the they they, <laughs> they, obviously, they honestly take a lot on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is not their fault. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, the pressure's on you, not just from your injury – but expectation-wise yeah. and, and state championship-wise, yep.
1: yeah, yep. so that's great. And so it just was so stressful mm. having to be – I mean, like, even some of my teammates were complaining, "It's not saving me. I was like, right. I didn't tell them. Right. I didn't tell them my shoulder – my labor was torn. They had no idea. I mean, like, a couple of them knew, but it wasn't, like, spread around the team. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, tell everyone. Um, and so not being able to do my job – for my team was the most like
0: awful thing that's what really got well, me. well and let's trace back here it's 14 when you were a very overachieving kid mm-hmm. like you put expectations for yourself and you exceeded them yeah and not being able to exceed something because of physical uh-huh. um injury is by far one of the worst things that you could it's it's frustrating yeah. it's like you know one of your uh fear is in a ditch or something, you can't walk, mm-hmm. you can't be with the team. Mm-hmm. Um so let's talk a little bit about before we get back to this, let's talk a little bit about overachieving real okay? quick. So I mean, listen, I, I love to overachieve. I, I think it's it's like a drug. It's addicting. Mm-hmm. And when it becomes addicting, it's dangerous yeah. because then you expect it. And when you expect something and you don't make it, you fall back into a depressive uh a depressive state. Mm-hmm because you're like, I can't do it. This is not. And that's why positive self-talk and getting yourself through that saying one door opens yeah. or one door closes another door opens you go, you is it. something that you need to kind of repeat to yourself. And what I will like get somewhere on my car or something like that, everything happens for a reason. That will be ingrained for life because of my experiences and your experiences mm-hmm. just being here, sitting here right now, everything that led up to this point. Yeah. But to get back to overachieving, um, you know, the more you fail, the more you're almost addicted to getting that feeling back. Yeah. It's an addiction. Yeah. It is. It is. And while it can be a very healthy one, you know, maintaining that could help maintain your mental health.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what I felt my junior year. It was constant feeling of failure. Yeah. And if like, okay, if I stepped outside of my body and, and rewatched my junior year, nobody would have thought I was failing. Right. Absolutely nobody, right. but I did because I couldn't do what, what I love. to do? Exactly,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: And I let. I felt that I let so many people down. I felt that I let my coaches down.
0: My dad was one of my coaches. I felt like oh, I wow. let, Yeah, I feel yeah. like I let him down. You know, like it was like, and it was. It, it's almost like you know they might not even be thinking that, mm-hmm. but your mind just tells mm-hmm. you that, right? Mm-hmm. And for anybody out there that's feeling the same way you know, you, you put these expectations on yourself, you put these almost like these fake norms in your head, mm-hmm. and getting them out and trying to rewire is something that we're going to talk about soon, but it's very hard. Yeah. And especially at that age, still in high school, yeah. you know, so, um, but yeah, Mara, if you want to finish up your story, then we're going to get into sort of how to combat these mental, um, illnesses. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh,
1: end up getting the shoulder surgery. That was really hard to come back from, but I made it Let's for my go. senior season. <laughs> I made it. I, I don't yeah. think I did the right amount of Mary, you tomorrow, are a really.
0: tough cookie. That's I right. What, yeah, Mary? you are pretty <laughs> tough. You're a pretty tough. Too nice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So come back for my senior season mm-hmm. and I fall out. I'm not even going to, like, i like, you know, pound the back, Mary. I'm going to give myself this. <laughs> That's, <laughs> so, awesome. That's awesome. I end up doing really, really well. Um, but that was the first year I went to
0: therapy. I went to therapy my senior year. Um, my, my mom, oh. my, my mommy, kind of forced me. To <laughs> <laughs> Whatever hey, does, hey listen, <laughs> listen. I I am a high advocate for therapy. Mm-hmm. I think it is very helpful. I still go to this day. I <laughs> it's hard for me to express like verbally, but like if you can do it, do it. Yeah, you know, like I I always think getting that extra step is is crucial. Yeah, you know,
1: and like and part of my issue, yeah. I think my junior and senior year was that i bottled everything up i didn't talk to anybody about any pain any mental obstacle i was trying to overcome and
0: that can be even worse yes if you hold it inside like if you yeah if you keep anybody who's holding something inside right now i know for me even like not even physical injury but yes that too yeah
1: And just
0: and just keeping it in, but anything. I mean, even like my sexual, like it it Mm -hmm. will get like Mm -hmm. it will get under your skin. You Mm -hmm. might not think it, but Mm -hmm. it will will come back to you in some way. And you got to get it out to somebody, whether that be a friend, a teacher, a therapist, anything. Yeah. And it it is okay to do that. I promise you, there are people out there that want to hear about your struggles Mm -hmm. and try to help you through that.
1: Yeah. And so we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah. Um. End up going to college. had COVID oh here so I didn't have
0: COVID
1: we had our COVID,
0: oh, year. COVID year sorry guys sorry <laughs> but yes COVID year COVID year again <laughs> yes. a COVID year I, I, then in and of itself you're stuck with your feelings mm-hmm. mental health mindfulness isolated, isolated again mm-hmm. um and for those who had COVID or maybe had a family member that had COVID it could be very distraught yes. and very stressful yeah um but yeah so Okay, so we're here now. We're here now. Listen, we made it. We, made it. we are here we're talking on this podcast. <laughs> we are hauling. Yes. Mary is having a kick at well, was having a kick ass season, but sure for right now, for <laughs> right now, um, you know, we're trying to get healthier each day. And so what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna go through some steps to help combat these mental um road- I'm gonna call them roadblocks. Let's because do I, I don't That's think great they, I don't think they're permanent, because they're not. They're huh. not. They are not. So step one. And I, you know, I love steps. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, you know, I love to list things out. I think that's the best way to remember things. Take out a pen, pencil, notepad, and if you want, list these out. Make your mind a priority. So what do I mean by that? Mary, if you want to jump in on this, feel free. Yeah. All right. So
1: making your mind a priority. I kind of want to link this to my junior year, how I wanted to like, help everyone, like, I went through this pain yeah. for my team, for yeah. my coaches, you know, I yeah. did not ever once think about myself, right, and I'm not trying to say, like, oh, it's just like. no, myself. no, you, ne- like, no. do everything for everyone,
0: <laughs> no, you need to, you need to, do yeah, yourself.
1: but, like, I didn't at all, and that was the one thing that really made my junior year struggle, is that I didn't make myself right. a priority, right. right, I didn't help myself, I was helping others, right, right, so part of that, just going to therapy, and another thing i started doing this 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 year really
0: yes okay i write down journaling okay. <laughs> so here's the thing about journaling i i am obsessed with it really i love to well here's the thing so i started in quarantine mm-hmm. and at first you're gonna laugh probably but i would like <laughs> write my surroundings or write what i like write like situations in my life and kind of do it poetically it was just like it was a beautiful way of of putting my thoughts down on paper mm-hmm. and I, I loved it like sometimes i would go back and be like wow remember this time and you probably did this too like remember this time i was feeling this way mm-hmm. and like you date it so yep. journaling's huge go to michael's get yourself a little journal put some stickers on it some color coding pen <laughs> so, you, know, you want to do some cl- cool uh, pl- <laughs> calligraphy. Color- <laughs> color- <laughs> but yeah so if you want to do some of that a little some pictures I, and even drawing too you literally can make it so fun you can make it so fun and it's such a good outlet i seriously and if you can't find a person in that moment putting it down on paper yeah. i promise you will get some of that steam out yeah you send that text or, or call that person yeah because like
1: believe it or not like i don't always like to talk <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... it's good. well you know what you can't always be on you gotta be off it sometimes yeah. just be offline just... Take out your feelings on exactly. paper. And Good old fashioned. One thing
1: I did recently was I took out a notebook, my journal. Hey, okay. yeah, and I wrote on a whole piece of paper everything that I love. Like literally, yeah, it, it had have, it really it it. Have, like flowers on it and coffee. <laughs> myself, no, I'm just
0: no, but like <laughs> honestly, <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, but like seriously, like. That is so healthy. Mm-hmm.
1: That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And now, anytime I'm like, you know, uh, want to jump in my bed and wrap myself in a cocoon, I can whip that piece of paper I love and be like, things. okay, this is what I love. It's like grounding myself. Yeah. You know, taking myself out of like the negative negativity yes. in my head yes. and looking at everything in this world that is good.
0: Mary, that is so profound. I'm oh like, okay. It's- no, but I, I really do like that. Like, so, so taking, number one, taking from this, make your mind a priority. You wanna journalize, maybe, maybe if you wanna see a therapist or talk to somebody that, that you really trust, um, but journalizing and just you know, writing some things down that you love, making yourself a priority and making time for yourself throughout your day to write some things down mm-hmm. and list some things out. So number two, realize injuries are out of your control. Suffering is out of your control. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gonna suffer okay everybody's gonna suffer but it's actually good to suffer and I know that sounds weird I know that sounds weird but if you suffer and if you've gotten through something and you're here right now listening to this podcast Mm -hmm. congratulations (laughs) because number one you're listening to a great podcast I think (laughs) yeah but number two you made it you're here right now with Mm -hmm. us and that's that's a good thing and you're trying to better yourself by listening to something educational yeah right like you're everything's out of your control especially injuries on that point and mary if you want to if you want to um anecdote some of this stuff too like i i, I mean know?
1: like looking at myself now like okay um I, I didn't touch on this but i i was diagnosed with arthritis in my knee at 18 right That's so funny. i'm a freshman in college with arthritis and and now i just had my third knee surgery um uh 22 days ago <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> um and so like Looking at my leg, it's anatomically built wrong. Yeah, if you think <laughs> yeah. about it, my leg is built wrong, and that's why I keep tearing. That's why I have arthritis. Mm-hmm. Okay, because my bones are just shifted in weird positions. That is, is a buyer um, major
0: everybody. Yes, is, <laughs> I, could, I could really go into detail. <laughs> So if anybody is interested in bio and wants to hear more about I'll the anatomy of MD, we, we can do another podcast if you're interested. Really will. But, um, but that, that's a really good point. And just like saying to yourself, like, okay, this is something that one, I know for me living with compartment syndrome, I cannot really control. I can do everything in my power, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, it's my body. It's not my mind mm-hmm. necessarily. So you really have to take that into perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and just trying to better yourself, better your body. But at the end of the day, what your body can do is what your body can do. So number three, (laughs) number three, (laughs) number three, (laughs) ask for help. Now you're a teacher. Snaps. (laughs) You're a teacher, your parent, your coach probably has said this before. You can come to me with anything. You don't have to hesitate this and that. I know for me, I will never take that into consideration no, no. because I am the kind of person that keeps things in. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I, there was just like this like natural ability to just not want to share anything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when I shared a few things with Mary, when we first met or when Mary shared a few things with me about her injuries and stuff like that. Like it was almost very comforting in yeah. a way and asking for that help and saying, you know what coach you know what, um, Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so listen, I need your help on something. What's your opinion on this? because sometimes you want me to actually learn something that might increase yep. or help you in yep. the future you know what i mean mm-hmm. so no yeah because like
1: i was saying this before the podcast you and i kind of have although it's very different yeah there's some similarities in how we got to st joe's yes. and our journey with like our legs <laughs> <laughs> going to different schools exactly and tr- well you didn't transfer but, but ending up here yes. at st joe's yes it's it's Different, but it's the same, and you mm. don't know what others are going like have been through, right? Or going and being through. an outlet for somebody also yes. is huge. Oh,
0: well
1: hundred well. percent, absolutely. Man. I've always been out I, an outlet. I was just <laughs>
0: gonna say I'm so comfortable <laughs> with Mary, but <laughs> you know, like, so finding somebody <laughs> that that can maybe relate to your injuries or relate to your suffering in some way—maybe if you lost a loved one and they lost a loved one—but I guarantee you, if you go up to them and maybe say something about you know something that you were struggling with. They will come back and talk about theirs and then and you yeah. guys can have a little like powwow yeah, out. It's, it. it's team mom. Bomb- this is team bombing, guys. So yes, literally yeah. ask, ask for help. Yeah. Don't be don't be afraid. You can always DM me at Karina Shafala if you ever want to talk about <laughs> it. And if you, ever, if you ever wanted to talk about anything, you know I'm here. I got you guys, no worries. And Mary has you too. Yeah. Um so number four, number four, treat yourself every now and then i actually just had a hawk wrap tonight oh. if anybody doesn't know what a hawk wrap is oh my God. it's one of the most famous hawk wrap or i'm <laughs> sorry one of the most famous st joe's wraps you will ever get and you have to kind of go through hoops and uh jumps wait what is the way? <laughs> you have to go through some hoops to get <laughs> it hoops at whatever obstacles to get it yeah. because it um because it's not in the main cafeteria yeah. but treat yourself i treated myself tonight i also got ice cream wow so yeah i'm like, good <laughs> but the thing the thing is like and this could be for be for journaling too. setting aside time do yeah. something that you love maybe that might not hurt you in some way like if you're if you love to run but you have a torn meniscus, yeah. maybe not doing that but doing something that maybe watching netflix chill out for a night mm-hmm. take a break because ultimately that's going to reset your mind and get you refreshed for whatever comes your way the next day
1: yeah and it even just like just it's something that makes you smile Like literally anything you know my favorite thing to treat myself with is um I just buy myself flowers Mary that is so precious that's so precious right now uh, right now I have pink flowers in my room (laughs) and they are very cute I love that now when I wake up and I roll over in the morning and I see the pink flowers that is so cute (laughs) see Buy yourself some flowers. There you go. You know what? Just buy yourself. Do a face flowers. mask. Literally do a face mask. mask makes you smile. If you're a guy, do a
0: face mask. Buy Honestly, guys, flowers. do a face mask. Like that'd They're be kind so of cool. Do it. Do it. I did also. Fine. And you know what? Maybe, maybe make it a group thing. Like send it in your group chat. Like everybody treat yourself to one thing tonight. i you do go. Like make it a group effort. And you it know? can be like a conversation, like, oh, what did you do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, hold yeah. each I other. Hold each other accountable yes. for those actions. Because sometimes I would want to treat myself, but I won't do it. And I'm like, okay, like I don't have time. Or I make excuses. Yes. Excuses. So I'm gonna hold like, for example, I'm gonna hold <laughs> Mary accountable to get pink flowers. Okay, this this week. And you're gonna hold me accountable for eating ice cream. Okay. Like that's what we're gonna do. Okay. <laughs> Wait, but like we can actually do that. Okay? Yeah, let's do it. But and, and, <laughs> in all essence. Hold each other, it might help in that way if you if you feel like you might not be able to um you know necessarily do it yourself. Get somebody else involved. There you go. And number five, no you are not alone. There are many collegiate athletes that have probably dealt with one of the same injuries mm-hmm. as you. Now be, tearing a <laughs> ligament in your knee or maybe in your shoulder yes. is you know very common for very high yeah. um high-level athletes. Yeah, I'm not alone. You're not alone. So maybe finding a group, I actually I joined a support group or on Facebook. Facebook me this. <laughs> I joined a support group on Facebook for my condition. And honestly, it helped me a lot because I was like reading this stuff. I'm like, oh my God, these people are feeling the same exact way I am. Oh my God, they're, div- they're Division visual one athletes? Like what? Yeah. I'm scrolling and I'm like, I gotta reach out to these people. I actually somebody actually requested be my friend. Uh, has <laughs> oh, wait, we're gonna make a little like group chat or something, but um, but you're not alone. So don't ever feel, you might be isolated physically, but no, you are never alone. You always have an ally. You always have Mary and I as well. You can, again, reach out to me anytime. Um, and last, and I think the most important is acceptance. Okay. So acceptance of your injury, acceptance that things will get better, acceptance that, yes, your life may be shifting in a different direction right now. But again, everything happens for a reason. And accepting that mindset is huge.
1: This might be the most important out of all six of these steps, but it's also the hardest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I torn my meniscus for the second time, oh. um, so I'd agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I was in like straight denial. I was like, yeah. oh, this isn't torn. And then once I kind of accepted it, I'm like, all right,
0: ready to go. Let's right. get this over Let's with. Let's go. Yeah. So, again, accepting that suffering because again, suffering is a good thing. We need it as humans. Mm -hmm. If we go through our life crystal clear, Mm -hmm. clean as can be, we will never have, um, went to the, our core with who we are and have found out who we are as a person. You will never grow and you will never find out. Can I go one more? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Can I do one more thing? Can I, you know, can I ace that test? Mm -hmm. Can I get through this run? Like you got to get like, at some point in your life, you just got to get to the the crux of who you are and you gotta be so vulnerable with yourself. Exactly. But anyway, acceptance. So <laughs> let me list them out one more time for your pen and paper that you have out, everybody. Or in your, your journal. phone, in your journal. Or, oh my gosh, <laughs> she's <in your> journal, <laughs> you go. Michael. So make your mind a priority, number one. Two, realize injuries are out of your control. Three, ask for help. Four, treat yourself every now and then or all the time. Either <laughs> one. Five. No, you are not alone. You are not alone. Six. Acceptance. Okay. So those are our um, key points as athletes that have been through injuries that are life-altering in a way. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this can go for anybody. Lifestyle. Um, you know, maybe if you're older and you're dealing with a loss of somebody, or you're younger and you haven't went through any any of this yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you will, but you know you're going to fingers probably you're not. going to fingers crossed not, but you might see people in your career that might deal with this, and and now you know kind of how mm-hmm. to um, approach them with yeah, it, hearing from exactly. our stories. Yep. So anyway, Mary, is that all you got today? I mean, do you have anything no, else? Oh my God! Listen, guys, it was great having you on today. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, Karina, out, Mary. Thank you so much for being on with us today. And maybe she'll make another guest appearance sometime soon. (laughs) All right, guys. Have a good night. Bye, guys.